Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Good morning. It is Thursday, January 12th. It is six minutes after 10 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer is reigniting the GOP's top priority investigation into Hunter Biden and big tech suspension of damaging information on the Biden family business dealings. Comer's following up and demanding details about questionable business dealings involving Hunter, his associates, and other Biden family members that have been flagged and reported by U.S. banks. So Comer was on with Jim Jordan and somebody else, some other U.S. rep. They were on a panel with Hannity, and he talked about Biden being compromised. I guess we still say could be compromised. Take a listen. You're going to be investigating. You said the president of the United States, Joe Biden lied to this country, didn't he, when he said he never discussed his foreign business dealings with his son? Absolutely. We have produced pictures. We've produced emails. We've produced documents that show that not only did Joe Biden know very well what his son and brother were doing with with respect to influence peddling, but he was also a part of it. We saw where Hunter Biden was requesting keys for office space for Joe Biden. There are several whistleblowers that have come to us and identified Joe Biden as the big guy, that he was supposed to get a 10% equity stake. That's a national security concern. The more that comes out about Joe Biden and the influence peddling, you know, there's a pattern here with communist China, with Ukraine, with Russia, with our adversaries across the world. And you look at the bad decisions that Joe Biden makes and this White House makes every day that has a detrimental effect on every American. You wonder, is this president compromise. We deserve to have answers to the extent of the Biden family influence peddling and what exactly Joe Biden not only knew, but what exactly he benefited from. Okay, so he's saying that the Biden family peddled influence and access around the world for profit, and now it's their top priority. And they're asking former Twitter employees to testify at a February hearing on the social media platform's handling of their reporting of Hunter Biden. The Twitter employees are going to testify the week of February 6th. They have to respond no later than next Wednesday if they're available to testify. Not that they'll have a option really and again it comes back to what we're talking about with steve scalise in the last segment and about the republicans and what they will do i think they will investigate i think they will dig i think they will get information i think they will get a lot of really interesting information to the american people i think they'll get a lot of information that will show how crooked and awful and terrible our government is but if you're not going to do anything with it, and previously, mm-hmm. Jim Banks' best friend, Kevin McCarthy, who he voted for not one, not two, not three, but 15 times, took impeachment off the table, said we're not doing impeachment. So if you're not, if there's no punishment for whatever you uncover, mm-hmm. then what good does it do? Just to say, oh, we knew it all along. Yeah. We knew we were being betrayed. Now I feel better. I know already. 
I don't need an investigation that Joe Biden is wholly corrupt. He has been scheming and scamming and making money off his position of authority for years and years and years and years, that his kid is a total dirt ball, that his kid is a criminal. I already know all of these things. Mm -hmm. I already know Joe Biden was getting kickbacks off his kid's business dealings with other countries. I already know this. So you simply investigating and going, see, look, he was doing this. If you're not going to do anything about it, and Kevin McCarthy previously took impeachment off the table, so unless he's found the strength of 10 honest politicians plus two, then what does it matter? What's the point of it? Well, don't we want to know if our national security was threatened? I already know it was threatened. I already know. It doesn't matter. It, that, that, that is already a known quantity. If you are if you are compromised and are making money off foreign governments, how much did the Chinese give to Biden's little building there that they found those classified documents in? Yes. You think China gives out of the goodness of their heart? You think China's trying to help America? No, they want something. I already know these people are compromised. They're all compromised. Okay, so now Merrick Garland faces a decision on how to proceed, right? It's going to be up to this guy. That will be interesting, right? Because how does he wiggle out of it? And we're going to we're going to we got a phone call about this in the upcoming segment that there are a lot of people who are beginning to think that these documents because they were clearly they were found before the election mm-hmm. they were obviously held as do not alter the election right but now that the election is over and hi good night everybody has been elected to the u.s senate <laughs> and they don't want biden to be the nominee that the timing on this is not a coincidence, right? That they are deliberately doing this in order to get this guy out of there. So I'm not sure on any of this, the Democrats are any in any big hurry to try to save or help Biden. But we always see with the Republicans, no matter what the Democrats do to them, when it's their turn in power, mm-hmm. well, we got to be bigger than this. Mm-hmm. We got to be, we got to be better. We got to just, we got to, we got to rise above. We got to come to the middle and hold hands and sing kumbaya and we got a pat aoc on the back and tell her she's a really caring person well a majority of independents want the investigations into the biden family prioritized and this comes from a cbs yougov poll they say that the uh, top oversight committee chairman comer he's launched nine investigations into the family business and the violations include money laundering, wire fraud, tax evasions. And these probes are separate from the Department of Justice's investigation into Hunter Biden. So we're, it's getting going to be getting investigated on all sides now. And 57% of independents want these probes prioritized. And 53% said same goes for Biden. And it's good that people want it investigated. It's good that people are paying attention. It's good that people who are remotely honest or fair brokers know something is afoot here. Again, how do people like Hunter Biden, who has about seven brain cells left, who is a crack smoking, hooker visiting, just, I mean, he is, that guy is just a total piece of trash. How does someone like that become? a multimillionaire. How does that happen? If you met Hunter Biden, would you be like, wow, what an impressive guy? No one would be that way. Hunter Biden got his positions because of who his dad was. His dad's ability to act either as a vice president, you know, at the time as the vice president, 
and people were buying access to the Oval Office. Why did people stop giving to the Clinton Foundation after Hillary Clinton lost the presidential election? Nothing changed. Nothing about the Clinton Foundation or their supposed mission or whatever changed. The money dried up. It's why it effectively shut down. Because there was no access to buy anymore. That's what these people do. That's why people build libraries. That's why people pay to build libraries. That's why people pay for inaugural balls. It's buying access. Joe Biden's whole life Mm -hmm. is about putting America up for sale. Well, independents are the growth area for the GOP. And if the Democrats can do illegal vote buying on the back of the taxpayers, like student loan forgiveness, immigration, investigating Trump, then why wouldn't the GOP do the same thing? Because they're weak. They're weak. The Republicans do this time and time and time again. They always say, we've got to be better. We've got to be bigger. We've got to be... Why? Why? Do you think you're going to be rewarded? Why is it that Democrats keep getting rewarded? Hi, good night, everybody. One. Mm-hmm. And the Democrats are about as low as you can possibly go. There, there is no fight in the Republicans. They aren't fighters. They're wimps. They're weak. They wilt. They're going to do it again because that's what the Republicans are. And even if they find something, they're not going to do anything about it because Kevin McCarthy previously took impeachment off the table. So we've got all these different investigations going on, right? And are they going to happen before the election or are we just going to drag this out? Well, that's a great question, too, right? I mean, the, t- the clock is ticking. Right. The, the, you've got, I mean, they haven't even started them technically yet, or if they have started them, not with any sort of substance or force. So even if you could investigate over the course of an entire year, I guess you could theoretically do something about it. But let's say Biden doesn't run again. Mm-hmm. Then what? What's his punishment? What are you going to do about it? Who who's happiest about all of these investigations? Kamala. Well, whoever. I, and again, we'll get to Newsom? that. I think we'll get to that in the phone calls. That um, this is a strategic release of these documents in his office mm-hmm. because it's amazing they found this out November the second, and you just now started hearing about them mm-hmm. as he's gearing up for re-election. And after we are well past not just hi good night everybody being elected, but the uh, Senate runoff in Georgia. I mean, they had these documents mm-hmm. for for two months. Do you think somebody within his his group, his inner circle, gained, yes. gained a yes gained a conscience? Yeah, no, no, they didn't gain a conscience. They gained. A, I want somebody else to be the president. They know this guy is a bumbling, corrupt, slimy, smarmy, underhanded buffoon mm-hmm. who has dementia, and they don't want him being the face of the party. They don't want him being the nominee, and they recognize. Now that the Republicans are quasi, it appears, maybe getting their act together and are moving past Trump, that Joe Biden would lose and probably lose in a landslide, especially if it's Ron DeSantis. Right. And we've talked about that before. Imagine a debate between Joe Biden and Ron DeSantis. So you think somebody within the Democrat Party is saying, whoa, we got to do something about this. Hey, we've got these files. Here's the guy that I think will benefit uh, from this quite a bit, though. And I don't know if it's benefit in the sense of, well, he'll, he's going to rebound and it'll be Richard Nixon circa 1968, the comeback kid, which will be Trump. Because Trump does his best work throughout his entire life. Business, Under media, uh, back up against the wall. Guy lost a billion dollars at one point in his life, made it all back. I mean, so is will Trump be able to utilize, especially these documents, 
into some sort of once again being able to paint himself as a victim or whatever mm-hmm. and get some sympathy on himself with the American people. Problem is, I think Trump has burned any goodwill by which you might get sympathy. We'll see. Yeah. Well, everybody can see, even Keith Olbermann. <laughs> the, the stark contrast between the scenario that's emerging with Biden and the saga that's been playing out with Trump. It is 17 minutes after 10. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. in a row, Kevin. It's pretty solid. Yeah, there's always a reason for that. Yeah. You have a reason for this song? Yeah. Again? Okay. I can't wait I, to I hear it. Yeah, I can't disclose that on the air, though. <laughs> I think people will just have to uh, figure it out. Okay. If you pay attention to what's going on in this city, mm-hmm. you will understand why Kevin loves the song Lady in Red. Is she wearing red again today? I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> okay. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Kevin is a fan of Ladies in Red. Okay. I'll just say that. Yeah, let's just leave it at that. Okay. Some trending stories right now. The Consumer Price Index was released. It's at 6.5%. And that is down from 7.1% in November, but yet still higher than Two years ago, so like, like we're doing a victory dance over the fact that your the price of stuff went up six and a half percent. So unless your wages went up six and a half percent, you're losing money. Yeah. And by the way, that's just like a certain group of things that are six and a half percent. Other <laughs> things are way more. Yeah. Like I think eggs are up forty percent. Two percent. Two percent is what you should target for. That's what they target for when they talk about inflation. Two mm-hmm. percent, yeah. because that generally enables buying power to increase, even though the price of goods and services are increasing. And newsflash: your buying power at six and a half percent is still being diluted, on top of all the diluting they've done the past year. Also trending this morning, Damar Hamlin. You know, he has been released from the hospital, and now he is raising money for the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, where he was treated. And he says that he's selling T-shirts through his Chasing M's Foundation this week and said the proceeds are going to benefit first responders and the University of Cincinnati Trauma Center. He wants to give back an ounce of the love y'all showed me. That's what he said. And finally trending, a new taller Barbie doll is being revealed. It's aimed at kids as young as three years old. So this is a 13 and a half inch tall Barbie, which is two inches taller than the traditional Barbie doll. She also has a larger waist that de-emphasizes her bust line and flesh tone modesty undergarments will be permanently attached. What to the what new, did you just say? There's a new Barbie. She's bigger. She's bigger and better. But I heard something about a bust line. Mm-hmm. So they're they're what they're mad that Barbie was perceived as having large breasts. Mm-hmm. Is that the Barbie maker? Mm-hmm. Who, like who was mad about that? Who was upset? I, I, who complained about Barbie being perceived as having large breasts, Casey? Tell me. I think a lot of people said that it put uh, unrealistic expectations on young girls. You got to be kidding me. So now there's who? going to be a larger waist. Who had the expectation that they're they're 
I, and now what what was the other part of this ridiculous statement you made? Flesh tone modesty undergarments permanently attached. And that was because I mean Barbie doesn't have parts. Right. It's not like bar you, uh, you get a Ken or a Barbie if you were to take off whatever clothes they came with and the, the, all the parts are just the genitalia is exposed for the world to see. Her accessories are going to be larger as well for littler hands. And her hair is extra long for easier brushing. So this is a tactile response for children. It's 24 minutes after 10. I have no... I, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. I don't even know. Like, I don't even... I, I want to have a take on this, but I'm so flabbergasted by what mm-hmm. you're telling me mm-hmm. that... I just feel like I'm going to say something that's going to get me in a lot of trouble. Well, then let's move on, okay? Uh, Nancy Mays filed a bill yesterday that would require Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg and his staff to fly commercial (laughs) until the debacle with Southwest and the FAA computer glitch that caused thousands of flight cancellations are fully investigated and resolved. Okay, I kind of like this one. Uh, Mm -hmm. Nancy Mace, what is she? She's South Carolina. Yes. Yes. Uh, Yes, she filed a bill that said no more uh, private flights for Mayor Pete because he is really good about taking uh, private flights, flying Mm -hmm. first class, costing you as much as he possibly can. Um, And so here is a little Nancy Mace saying uh, she wants Pete to fly commercial. Well, this was that on steroids, I guess. What do you think of the way uh, this all went down today? A computer glitch, we're told. No backup systems in place. A mess. Right, and right on the heels of the Southwest Airlines debacle, I think it really shook up the industry today. Number one, I want to say safety is always first. If the FAA needed to halt flights for an hour and a half, then so be it. But we also heard today from Secretary Pete Buttigieg that there were already redundancies built in, but if there were redundancies built into the systems, then why did it look like or feel like there was a single point of failure that brought down thousands and thousands of flights all across the country? Um, And so what I'm going to be doing tonight is I'm going to file a bill that would require Pete Buttigieg to fly commercial until these issues are figured out, both with Southwest Airlines, with the FAA, and until the FAA reauthorization happens later this year. Uh, He ought to live by the same rules that every American does so he can feel some of the pain and pressure that they do because they shouldn't have to be worried about flying out on a random Wednesday morning and be feared that thousands of flights are going to be canceled. So this should speed things up a little bit. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Of course, it's not going to become law or pass or whatever. No, this but is just... It's more theater She's making the point, yes. Yeah, and that's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm all right on this one. So let's think about this. Pete Buttigieg, his residence is in Traverse City, Michigan. So if he wants to go from Traverse City to D.C., he has to, and I actually did a little checking on prices and, yes. and flight times. He's got to fly to from Traverse City to Chicago to D.C., or he has to go from Traverse City to Detroit to D.C., and the average price is about $580. The average flight time, seven hours. Wow. There are some that would take nine and a half hours because there's no direct flight. Did I tell you, I went to Washington, D.C. once. I would tell you about this. I know we got to get to the news with Kurt Darling. I drove. Mm-hmm. Um Ah, we'll save that for another time because then we got to get to the news. But my <laughs> trip to uh, Washington, D.C., was uh, I was forced to go by the state of Indiana, and mm-hmm. uh, that'll be a story for another time. But voicemails are next. Okay. And we've got the news on the way from 93 WIBC. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. 
217-684-8444. That's our phone number if you'd like to participate with your questions, comments, or smart remarks. It is 1033 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC, and it is time for your voicemails. So we talked earlier about that there are more and more people who are asking, and the the question about... Um, Biden's documents. Mm-hmm. Uh, we heard Peter Ducey ask it. Others ask it during the press conference. What were those people looking for when they found these documents buried in a trove of other things? Mm-hmm. Why is it just coming out now? Mm-hmm. And I think people are starting to say, and rightfully so, something is not adding up here because we know for a fact that they found them i believe november the second mm-hmm. well conveniently it didn't come out until not after not even until not just after the midterm election but also the runoff in georgia and conveniently probably a coincidence right before biden was believed to be getting ready to make some sort of announcement about running for the presidency again so one lady says call her a conspiracy theorist i call her a pretty smart cookie take a listen Good morning, Casey and Rob. Um, I listen to WIBC every morning. When my mom goes off, I turn it on. And I listen first to Tony's broadcast, and then I listen to Kendall and Casey. I like it very much. So keep doing that. But I was listening to Tony this morning, and he was talking about the classified documents that were found, in air quotes here, in Biden's office. So now I need you to get your tinfoil hats on because it has suddenly occurred to me that we don't really know who is finding the documents, the first batch or the second, and will there be more? I'm suddenly hearing that, you know, remember that cartoon dog, Muttley, who was always snickering in the cartoons? I'm hearing that in my head and thinking, could it be that these are being leaked by Biden's so-called friends as a way to dissuade him from running again? Let's face it, there must be many within the left's party that do not want him in the running. I don't want him as president now or ever again, but he is, and I think he is stumbling all over himself so much that they might try something like this. So, like I said, get your tinfoil hat out. You have to have that to believe in some of these things, but I'm starting to become a conspiracy theorist. I don't think there's anything conspiracy. I don't think you need the tinfoil hat on this one. Right? Why would they have even reported, one, why would they have even reported it? And two, Mm -hmm. why is the media reporting on it now? The media excuses or forgets about or doesn't throw out stuff that happens all the time with the Democrats. Mm-hmm. So why is this coming out? And why now? And why? who found those documents? What else were they looking for? Why did it take so long to get reported? All of these things are very valid questions. And, and it wasn't a staffer. This wasn't an intern. This wasn't a messaging service person who got hired to go down to University of Pennsylvania in this office. They knew exactly where they were going. And let me throw out one more thing for you. NBC broke this story. Yeah. Which is not looking favorable on Joe Biden. And they have spent years protecting this guy. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Okay. uh, Casey, uh, yesterday, Jeff Beck passed away. Yes. And a phenomenal guitar player, career span many, many decades, even up until, I believe, 
a year or so ago, was out on tour. With Johnny Depp. Yeah. Uh, that's right. Did he play recently? I think he played back in Johnny Depp played Brown, right Brown, after Brown, the- Brown County, I think maybe they they went together because Johnny Depp was in Brown County. I don't know if he was by himself. Anyway, you're right. Yeah, they played together. And so I didn't hadn't heard he was in ill health. Obviously, he was 78. So mm-hmm. who knows? But many people have been pointing out, and this is really unfair to us, mm-hmm. we did not include Jeff Beck in our list. Our Mount Rushmore of guitarists, guitarists. or even to be considered. And some people are saying he may have died of a broken heart. Because he was not in the Kendall and Casey list to be considered for that fourth spot on Mount Rushmore, mm-hmm. and someone called about that. Hey, Kendall and Casey, I saw that Jeff Beck passed away and uh, thought to myself that it's probably because he was so devastated <laughs> that you guys left him off the Mount Rushmore of guitar players. So rest in peace, Jeff Beck. Kevin, Casey, you guys are the best. <laughs> I actually got a shout out. Oh, you did, Kevin. Yes, you did. That was our P1 lister right there. <laughs> he, he may or may not have a close personal relationship with one of the hosts. Well, but I've, several people were tweeting this at me, too. Like, it was like, what? oh, yeah, it was our fault. Like, Jeff Beck's entire career, and he's like, what? These two hosts in Indianapolis didn't include me? Well, that's it. I'm leaving the earth. You know, Rolling Stone magazine, which we all know and love so much, but they did put Jeff Beck at number five. So just saying, even Rolling Stone magazine did not have Jeff Beck on their Mount Rush. He's just not. I mean, he just doesn't. I mean, he was a phenomenal accompanying piece. Mm hmm. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. and I don't mean to speak ill of the dead. He was obviously a phenomenal guitar player. Many people enjoyed his music. Mm-hmm. Many Inducted people are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame a couple times. Right. But Jeff Beck, so like Jeff Beck's standalone, uh, Eric Clapton is is selling, it's not called Deer Creek anymore, whatever it is now, Ruoff or mm-hmm. whatever it is now. Yeah. Eric Clapton goes there, he's selling it out. Eric Clapton pay, plays Gamebridge, he's selling it out. Where where would Jeff Beck be playing? Like what White White River? I mean, right. And I'm not meaning to demean that. I'm just saying, in terms of what we use. I mean, Van Halen. Yeah. Is how they probably would have played Lucas Oil Stadium. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 just it's it, they're not on the same planet. So the idea that we killed Jeff Beck is totally ridiculous. So last night, our boss Matt Hiblin. Are you still? Was texting me. He was still fighting with me because he does not believe that Eric Clapton belongs on the list of best guitarist. He sent me a video of Jeff Beck and Uh Stevie Ray Vaughan where they play I'm Going Down and they do, they shred it. I mean, it's amazing the song that they sing. And he said, I just can't put Clapton in this category. It's a different level. And I reminded Matt that part of our criteria to make it on the list was commercial success. And you could probably hum to me at least one or two Eric Clapton guitar riffs. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, Layla, Let It Rain, Badge, any of them. Yeah. You can't do that with Jeff Beck. You're right. He's a fantastic, he was a fantastic guitarist, but he just did not have the same level of commercial success and hit songs that the other guys did. Jeff Beck, not to be confused with the artist Beck. Correct. Who many people do get them confused. Yeah. <laughs> totally Although different. Beck is still alive. Yes. So rest in peace to Jeff Beck. Uh, we got another phone call. I totally forget what this is about, so we'll listen to it, and then we'll go from there. 
Yeah, my name's Chris. I live in Hendricks County, and I normally pay my property taxes oh, in, yes. in person. Uh, this year, I couldn't make it on time, so I stuck it in the mail. Knew it was going to be a day or two late, so I added the uh, late fee. I just got a notice back saying uh, that I overpaid and that I need to show proof of payment for this to be added automatically to my 2023 taxes. Um seems to me they already have the proof of payment since they're sending me a notice saying that I overpaid. But anyway, thought it was kind of ridiculous. And uh, also, if I don't do anything by 2025, that they'll just put it in their general fund. All right. Love your show, guys. Bye. Yes. Now I remember why I did that. So think about that. That is the most government thing ever, which is totally working against you as a human being. And this is what we talk about. The government is not your friend. They don't like you. They're designed. And I'm not saying the people in the government. I'm sure the Hendricks County Tax Collection Incorporated is made up of very wonderful people, and they're just following orders. But the people who write the laws, this guy clearly overpaid, or mm-hmm. they determined he overpaid. Mm-hmm. Somebody wrote the check. Mm-hmm. You've taken his money. And so instead of just crediting it or saying, heaven forbid, you go, sir, would you like the excess money back? back. Yeah. But let's just accept the fact that they say we're going to credit it. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Now he's got to show proof of payment. Proof of payment, Casey. Yeah. They already got the proof of payment when they cashed the check. <laughs> and now it's going to be on him. Or he loses the money and it right. goes to the government. Yeah, exactly. This is why I hate the government. <laughs> uh, one more call about uh, how awful taxes are in Indiana. Hi, it's John. Love your show. I had a comment on the taxes and everything. With what they talk about, why are the excise taxes never discussed? Pay $1,100 a year for two cars, and I think that's pretty ridiculous. Love to hear your thoughts. Thanks. Yeah, this guy makes a great point. You are taxed out the wazoo in this state, and there's taxes all over the place. Mm -hmm. It's everywhere. And remember... When we keep having this property tax discussion, we're going to have it with Merritt. Jim Merritt's going to join us next hour. Mm-hmm. When they capped the property taxes, they raised your sales tax. Indiana are not tax cutters. They are tax shifters. They impose fees on people or uh, they move taxes to other places. Mm-hmm. We, are not, we are a very middle of the road or actually probably now below average in terms of taxation state and we lie to people about that and we hit them with a little thing here and a little thing there so then we go well look at how low our taxes are we'll just call this one a fee no it's a it's a it's a tax it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't matter how the government's getting your money if the government is taking your money that's bad because the vast majority of it goes to complete and utter bullcrap well they need more of it too remember what holcomb said he's asking for an increase in the budget so he's got to get it from somewhere rob he's got a 43 billion dollar biennial budget to plug casey Mm -hmm. it's kendall and casey on 93 wibc and hammer's going to join us next whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits long live listening to your favorites learn more about cascali ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if cascali is right for you Out. What do you mean? You wimped out. You said you were going to play some Yardbirds, and I thought you were going to rip out some really great deep cut, 
and you went with just the most <laughs> mainstream yard Yardbird song of all. I mean, this is the only Yardbird song I know, honestly. Casey, do you ever feel like you're sitting at your uncle's house listening to them play records back and forth <laughs> when the music gets played on this show? Well, especially when they talk about Dan Fogelberg and Harry Chapin. Because and- that really There's- brings in that, that, that key demo that, you know, that we're looking for yeah. here. Yeah, 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 because in the 35 to 64-year-old demo... Why would you want to play music that was popular in the late 70s and early 80s? You know, like what would be at the heart of our P1 listeners. Boy, what a terrible idea. Thanks for correcting me, Mr. Hammer. You're welcome, because everybody I know says, let's have a good time, crank up the Fogelberg. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, you've DJed so many events, and you know how crowds work, Rob. I'm sorry, I'll defer to you. Look, coming, coming to this radio show is like, Going to a Bruce Springsteen concert. Which I wouldn't do. You're not here to have a good time. You're here to learn and change your life. <laughs> a three we should hour put experience. that on the ticket. You're not going to have a good time. The Kendall and Casey show. You're not here to have a good time. <laughs> if we had a merch store, those are the t-shirts right there. Get designing those real soon. Hey, uh, speaking of not having a good time, you had... <laughs> I, I can't believe this was a real thing. You had the just most ridiculous experience experience ever trying to buy a stove so look we have an electric (laughs) stove right i'm not some sort of you know like person that's like oh uh, i'm gonna listen to the government no it's just what we have in our house right Mm -hmm. right? we have an electric stove all right no politics involved it's just easy to plug in and cook so it was old man it was probably almost 20 years old so we decided all right we're gonna get a new stove and we go to menards and the experience was great. Uh, got the stove. They delivered it. Rock and roll. I'll be the first one to admit, I'm not Tim the Toolman Taylor. I am not Mr. Home Improvement. I am not the host of the Home and Garden Show. I didn't know that you had to buy the cord separately from the stove. Well, why would you know that? Yeah. Like, am I a rube for knowing this? Because there are some people on social media, because we put my wife put this out there on her social media. Well, Hammer should have known that. What an idiot. Blah. Look, again, this is not my wheelhouse. I didn't know you had to buy a separate freaking cord to go along with it. When you when you buy a sweeper, the cord comes with it. Yeah. When, when I bought a washer and dryer, the cord came with it. That just seems like that's just part of the package. How would you how would you even use the item? Without the cord. Right. Well, that's that's interesting you bring that up. Because we couldn't. (laughs) So we have the stove. We have no cord. And then, you know, we've got activities for the kids. We've got a million things going on. Mm -hmm. I don't get home until late in the evening anyway. So it sits in the living room again. (laughs) So I had to go to Menards and get a cord. And I told the very pleasant, wink, wink, lady that was uh, in the aisle, uh, yeah, I didn't know I had to have a cord. It's over there. (laughs) Okay, it would have been nice if someone would have told me this. I'm not an expert at home improvement here. So there's just a variety of stove cords that you can buy. It's like there's not a variety. Seven. You know, it was right like in the other aisle adjacent to where I needed to be, but it never would have occurred to me that you have to buy the cord separately. So get said cord, go home, and again, I'm taking the kids out. You know, they're. Jacob's got skateboarding. Chris has got you know weight training, all this kind of stuff. So the coupon lady's at home, hooking everything up, taking the back off the stove, hooking everything up. <laughs> we finally got it in last night, and it was such an ordeal. I, why wouldn't they ask you though? I didn't mean to cut you off, Casey. Why wouldn't they ask you though? 
hey, do you need a core? Mm -hmm. do, like, that just blows my mind that they wouldn't, one, that you have to buy a core. Aren't you spending enough on the stove? Is, is the core that expensive that you have to buy it separate? And two, why would they think the majority of people would think you would have to buy a cord separately. I'm curious if the new cord that you purchased just yesterday, was that different than the old cord from the old stove? Is it like the iPhone where they keep changing it so you have to get a new cord? Like, would the old cord have worked? Probably, but we just took the whole old, old stove out mm -hmm. and we wanted everything new anyway. Yeah. Because it was kind of, you know, on the fritz a little Questionable. bit. And it was yeah. old as hell. Yeah. But again, you're right. Had the, you know, associate sales associate said would you like to buy a core too that would have at least triggered yeah. a conversation in my mind oh it doesn't come with it why yes i would like to buy a core hammer stove was like the music on our, on this show old as hell <laughs> <laughs> hey can we also talk about how you touched on something that i think is really interesting how crappy customer service is getting i went to buy a card for someone last night and i went to the dollar general now that might have been my first mistake but i walk in and there's no one else in there they have con they have convert what rob kendall expecting great customer service at I'm the not Dollar expecting General. great customer service. I'm expecting acknowledgement that a human being has okay. said hello to you. If there's not you. a deuce on the floor, then <laughs> consider yourself lucky. So I pop in there. They've converted the old Hollywood video mm -hmm. into a Dollar General in Brownsburg. Um, and I walk in, and there's no one else in the store. So the person is right there. Like, there's no one else in the store. Were they on their phone? No, they were just walking around. I said, hey, how's it going? Okay. Nothing. Thought, well, I don't know. Maybe the person's hard of hearing. Maybe they were very focused. Uh, so the person is. I get the card real quick. The card aisle is right next to the register. There's no one else in the in the in the store. The person is standing, still right next to the register. Like I'm the only person there. I'm standing right at the register. They're not acknowledging me or coming back. They have a sign. This is no joke. At the front that says. They have one of those little plastic pigs that makes noises. Right. Honk pig for service. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of thought that maybe is a jerk move, but then I realized after like- I want that on a belt buckle. <laughs> 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 like 30 seconds of standing there, and this person clearly knows I'm here. Yeah. I honk the pig. <laughs> I guess- Can we get that on merchandise too? <laughs> There's another t-shirt. Rob Kendall, I honked the pig. <laughs> you so, so what? You, you honked it? So then she comes back. <laughs> she honked its brains out. <laughs> she walks up to the register, still doesn't say anything like, I'm sorry, oh, I didn't see you there, whatever. Walks up, grabs the card, scans the card, still no verbal correspondence. <laughs> I try to, I put the card in to purchase the, purchase the card. It's not working. She walks out from behind the register. I said, where do I scan it at? Because it's one of those things where if the chips don't work, you can scan it. I said, where do I scan it at? Still no verbal correspondence. She walks out from behind the register, takes the card out of my hand, scans it for me, hands me the card back, proceeds to hand me the card, still no verbal correspondence whatsoever, and then finally, as I'm leaving the store, says, have a nice evening. <laughs> what the hell is that? Was it Holcomb's daughter? Does he have a daughter? I don't know. I want to know where you get this pig that honks. Uh, it's right up at the front. If you go to the Dollar General next to the Papa John's in Brownsburg, I uh, uh, promise you there is a honking pig that says honk 
something like honking. The Kendall and Casey show, honking pigs since 2023. Well, maybe she's honked off because that's how people are getting her attention by making a pig noise. Maybe she should just be at the register. There's no one else in the store, Casey. She wasn't doing anything. It wasn't like she was like loading crates or something. Now, bringing you back full circle to customer service, the delivery guy was awesome from Menards. Like he brought it in, and you know we're talking about the Georgia game mm-hmm. and just yeah. BS. He was a rock star, but at the time I had no idea that the cord was not attached to the device. Why didn't he say that? He had I, to know. Hey, buddy, you don't have a cord here. Did they take the old stove away? So maybe this is a hillbilly move on the hammers. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> we set it out front oh, with a sign on it that said "free." In, ho- in hopes that someone would take it. It was gone in an hour. Okay. No. Yeah. Totally gone in an hour. Well, they took your cord, too. (laughs) Get that man on On Patrol Live. (laughs) What's coming up this afternoon? We're going to honk some pigs with Rob Kendall as he goes off the rails. (laughs) All right, thanks, Hammer. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.